0: Thanks for tuning in to the next episode of PI Perspectives. This week, Matt welcomes Andrea Roscoe. Andrea runs Advanced Professional Investigations in Colorado with her husband, Robert. Andrea is also the president of the Colorado State Association, and she is president of the National Council of Investigative and Security Service, or NCISS. Andrea talks about what it means to be a member of NCISS and how important it is during this time of executive orders and bills to make sure our industry has a voice. This episode is brought to you by Crosstrax case management software. Crosstrax now offers CTX Vision, a fully integrated video conferencing platform built into Crosstrax. The videos you host go directly into your video tab. Crosstracks also integrates with programs you already use like QuickBooks, DelvePoint, ScopeNow, Investigation Video Editor, Word, and more. The integrations combined with powerful features such as automated audio transcription and report generation help investigators generate revenue and improve efficiency. The system can be customized for any investigative specialty. Now start your free trial today at Crosstracks.co, and use promo code PIP20. Are you a professional investigator? Do you subscribe to PI Magazine? If not, you don't know what you're missing. Check out PIMagazine.com for details and make sure you catch Matt's column on Podcasting 101 and PI Perspectives. Now let's hop up to the Rocky Mountains to welcome Andrea and our host, private investigator, Matt Spare.
1: And welcome, everybody, to the next episode of PI Perspectives. I am uh, super excited today. It's a long time coming. I've known Andrea Orozco for uh, quite some time through NCISS, and uh, we've uh, talked about her doing a show She's been on a couple other shows and uh, it's always a great uh, chance to speak with her and her husband, but today she's flying solo. So uh, Andrea, I want to welcome you to the program. How are you doing today?
2: I'm doing really well. Thank you so much for having me. I saved the best for last, Matt.
1: Well, there you go. Well, I'm sure this won't be the last episode you're on for anybody because you you guys are definitely (laughs) interesting and it's uh, it's always a good time talking to you guys. But you are flying solo today, so uh, that's good. There's nothing wrong with that, right?
2: Absolutely. Got to do it sometime.
1: Exactly. So those of you that know Andrea and I know that we both love to cook and we've been talking about doing like this cook off and uh, we're going to have a throw down Bobby Flay style at some point at some event. But uh, rather than bore the audience today, we're, we're going to steer clear of food.
2: I can't
1: wait until we have that. Man. Yeah, yeah. I, I I kinda figure that it, it we are um, definitely gonna gonna be thrown down at some point. So I'm looking forward to that. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, right? You may win, I may <laughs> win. I don't know. It's all good. <laughs> I'm practicing already. <laughs> there you go. Every time I make something, you're like, send me a recipe, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm practicing now, so
1: I gotta hold on to my trade secrets. Uh, so anyways, no, no food today. Today we're talking about you. We're talking about your business, um, Advanced Professional Investigations. And you guys are out of the uh, central Colorado area, right?
2: We are. We're just a little bit south of the Denver area. We put ourselves smack dab in the middle of Colorado since we're pulled all over the state.
1: Right. And how long have you guys been in business?
2: We've had our own business now for going on 16 years.
1: Wow. Wow, that's great! And it's um, it's just the two of you um, in house, and you have 1099 people. Or do you have other employees that work for you?
2: We do have other people that we utilize, yeah. But right now with the COVID culture, everybody's working offsite.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it for our industry, it's like, eh, we all kind of work offsite anyway. <laughs> you know, little, I know, don't we? A <laughs> little hard to get around, but but the whole concept of like working from home, I'm like, kind of have a home office already, so it's not really a big deal.
2: Whether it's your home office or in your car, we've been doing this for a long time as it is.
1: Right. We always adapt, right? A good investigator will will adapt to to the environment. Absolutely. What's been going on in Colorado? How how are things looking COVID-wise and work-wise?
2: You know, our uh, cases have been, our COVID cases have been a lot less than in different parts of the country. But, you know, we're waiting to see what's going to happen as the summer goes on. As far as work is concerned, of course, just like everybody else, once the shutdown happened in March, things kind of came to a screeching halt for a lot of us, especially when we had this stay-at-home orders. So it's been a lot of just changing what we offer and how we work to still get that work in and letting clients know that we're here.
1: Yeah, that's, that's really important. I had Paul Jabon last week, uh, and we were talking about that, right? Just making that contact, and you know, maybe we are trading recipes at that point with, with our clients and not necessarily right? talking about work because there's not too much to talk about. But uh, uh, I, I may or may not have done that a few times. Um, but uh, <laughs> well, you
2: know, through Paul, I actually got a really good word of what we do in this type of a climate. Yeah. As investigators, we pivot.
1: Exactly. That's really important. Along with owning your business, you wear a few other hats, right? Um, so, <laughs> you're like uh, one of the busiest girls in show business here. So, so tell me a little bit, uh, <laughs> a little bit, what else you do here.
2: Well, I'm the president of our state association, PPIC, here in Colorado, and I'm also the president of our national association, NCISS. So, it's kept me pretty busy. It's taken me out of my comfort zone, to say the least. But both associations, I feel, are extremely important. It's important for investigators to be involved on the legislative end of what we do to have a voice for our profession. So it's something I've very much enjoyed, although it has kept me pretty busy.
1: Yeah. So so when you, you come on board to the board there for NCISS, like what's that track with that commitment of starting off as a, a board member and working way all the way up to being president? And I guess you're a chairperson after that. Is that the way that works?
2: Right. It's not something that you're held to. Nobody, you know, ties you to a chair and says, once you become a at-large member or a member of the board, you are in until we decide that you are off. Um, it's not like that. It's more of a let's, let's learn things as we go. So I started as a regional director for Region 5, which included Colorado. And it gave me the opportunity to just get to know investigators from around the country in the different areas that I had. Um, Once you do that, you have a choice whether you want to continue to move up on the board, whether you're comfortable to move up on the board, or whether you want to stay where you're at. And I really wanted to challenge myself. Um, moving up on the board, I saw people, you know, like Bob Healy, Francie Kaler, Dean Beers, all these people that had, Maria Landry, all these people that had given of their time for so many years that it really drove me to want to do the same. It's really easy to become comfortable in your lane in investigations and not really know what else is going on around the country. But when you step into a board like that, um, it's kind of hard to close your eyes to that anymore. You start to realize what's important to investigators, where you can help, what you can do to move things forward a little bit for investigators around the country. And that's what helped me give me that little bit of a boot to want to move up. So it was a good five to six year commitment right. for me once I stepped in.
1: Yeah. And that's uh, a very spirited boardroom. <laughs> There's a lot of yes. rock stars there with a lot of opinions and, uh, yes. great, great people. I mean, just, uh, uh, the best of the best in my opinion in, in the industry, you know, people that have a real passion for making sure that, uh, you know, our rights are protected and we're going to cover more of that later. We're going to, we're going to jump into that a little bit deeper, but tell me a little bit about your state association. What's going on in Colorado?
2: Oh my gosh. Our state association has been really busy. Colorado has about 1,040 licensed investigators in the state. Our association here in Colorado has about 127 members, and membership is always something that you struggle with in any association, whether it's national or state. But where we've really been busy since I would say last October, November is our license, which was just put into place five years ago, was up for sunset this year. And what that means is the regulators look at the license and say, do they still need this? Do they not need this? And the regulatory agency decided that we don't need the license that without a license there's really no public harm. And they decided to do away with the license. So we've had to go through the entire process of the House and the Senate to keep our license and it made it through. Why would you decide if it's a self-funding program that it's not needed for public protection? Right. Or consumer protection. Yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, it's been it's been a little bit of a struggle. It made it through the House and the Senate with a 75% approval right so now we have to wait and see if the governor is going to sign
1: what's the feeling is there a a plan b or uh, what's the talk going on with you guys
2: you know we really don't know at this point quite frankly our committee our legislative committee had their meeting today with his people um to answer some questions which is a good thing at least they reached out and want to know a little bit more but it's a little bit disheartening and and uh, kind of you know, pins and needles waiting to see if he's going to end up signing that into law to let us go for another five years. It's so vitally important for the consumer and the public and even the subject of our investigations to have something, you know.
1: Oh, God. I mean, you want to have that credibility when you got to go yeah. in and testify, right? <laughs> like, right. Do you hold a license? Yeah. No, I don't. I just felt like I wanted to be a private investigator. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. It, it sounded good. It sounded right. fun, looked good on TV.
1: My guidance counselor said I should be one. So here I am, right? <laughs>
2: But you know what? It just blows me away every time we go through this process, even in the legislation this time in the House and in the Senate, of what the perception is about our profession and how much our regulators really don't know about what it is that we do right. and what we can't do and what we shouldn't do. So it's always an educational process when we go through this, which is also important with what we do with MCISS. Right. But it it never ceases to amaze me what they actually think of us in our profession. It's kind of disheartening.
1: Yeah. They watch a lot of TV. They do. Yeah. That law and order is a blessing and a curse.
2: Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. I know. And those movies with the PIs that break into houses. Cause that's what we do.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we always carry those, uh, those lock keys right in our back pockets. <laughs> we,
2: totally. I've got two of them. One in each car.
1: <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is actually a good point to, to jump out. I, I want to jump out, and then I do want to dive in more to NCISS because I, I think you, you started to touch on some points. I think that are important for uh, for folks to realize that if, you know if they're not a part of that association or involved, um, you know maybe it's time to do it. So um, we're going to jump into those nuggets after we come back from break. So we're going to step out real quick, and we'll be right back.
0: Delf Point keeps on advancing. Brand new searches and reports launching soon. The new data is unlike anything they currently offer and will go in depth into your target's assets and relationships. Use them on everything from jury research and association connections to business investigations and fraud cases. You do not want to miss these. Visit delvepoint.com for more details. Sign up and use code PIP20 for additional savings. Kelmar Global proudly presents this episode. Make sure you visit kelmarglobal.com and check out the PI Institute of Education tab for some great webinar content. Teacher Kelly Riddle has updated the full catalog with new content. Please reach out to them and check out the site for details.
1: And welcome back. And we are here today with Andrea Orozco from Advanced Professional Investigations and the president of Uh, NCISS, which is uh, one of the things that we're going to talk about today. So prior to us going out on the break, you were talking about how these legislators don't really understand what private investigators do. And I think that's a really good point because there is this preconception of, of um, you know, how we go about getting our information, how we do do things sometimes good, sometimes bad. Can you touch on that a little bit more?
2: Yeah. One of the things that I realized um, when we started you know getting involved more into NCISS and especially when I came on the board of NCISS when we go and we walk those halls first of all I've said this before I say this all the time and I'm going to say it again because it still is that way for me it's very humbling to be able to walk those walls and speak up for your profession and educate on behalf of our profession and that's what we find that we really need to do with our legislators um, whether it's state or national we really have to educate them about what it is that we do and the vast number of investigators that are out there and the vast types of investigations that we do, because they seem to think of us as just that cheaters type Dirty, you know, uh, doing doing illegal things to get our work done, right. hiding behind the bushes, you know, breaking into people's houses. So it's really important that we advocate and have a voice for our profession. And that's what NCISS does.
1: Yeah, and you're talking about, you know, that feeling you get. And I, I had the privilege of, of experiencing that in April, no, not this year, but last year, going to the Hit the Hill event for the first time. And I was completely blown away that whole experience man there's just an energy in dc and i've been to dc before but it was something like with my parents or you know with my family going sightseeing but when you're there on quote unquote business and you've got an appointment to see a, a senator or, or, or a congressman or their aides or whatever like there's a cool feeling behind that man i was like wow this is really really awesome
2: and that i get to do this you know and even exactly, though we yeah. do this on a voluntary basis and we encourage the members from around the country to come and do it with us. When you have 60 people from around the country walking those halls and going into their perspective, you know, senator representative's office, that's powerful. And it is really, really humbling when you get to do that. So for me, I feel like it's a privilege. And and it's also something that we should do right. for our profession, especially those of us that consider this a career. We're making it better for the next generation coming in.
1: That's a great point, and it really, uh, I think we we owe it to our to the future investigators because the, the ones before us—that's exactly what they did. You know, right, picking the brain of, of of the folks. that I'm not going to throw names out because I don't want a few people to feel old. <laughs> but you know who you are, people. <laughs> the people people that are out there that have, that have helped us along the way, um, and there's quite a few. And and the They're passion out. that goes behind that, you know, which, which adds to the spirit of that boardroom, you know, other the, the folks that are involved because they really do feel passionate about it. And I thought one of the, the cool things was, you know, you encourage people that are members of NCISS to come early and to, you know, see the boardroom again, like, you know, obviously I can't vote, but I can at least see and hear what's going on. I thought that was really, uh, really interesting uh, to understand what the game plan is on how you're going to talk to uh, each representative.
2: Right. Right, and give you an idea of what it looks like and what you need to think about and what you should do. Um, you know, so it's not so overwhelming and intimidating to do it. I remember my first time, I was scared out of my mind. It's like, how are these people going to listen to what little old me has to say about my profession? But they really do care and they want to know. And once you do it, you start building relationships and you go back year after year and they, yep they do remember you.
1: Yeah, it's it's true. And it's, the the strange part about it is you don't necessarily, I mean, it's good if you can get that Senator or that Congressman, but that's not really the, the big bonanza, right? The big person you want to get is like the communications director, somebody who's actually reading the bills and, and is briefing, uh, you know, that, that (laughs) uh, representative on, on what the bullet points are. Right. Those are your Absolutely. friends. Those are the people you want to talk to and bring, you know, the donuts the next time you come around or, or, you know, talk to yep. them and find out what they like and, and, and do that. And uh, it was a cool experience. I gotta say like coming back afterwards, I definitely had some follow-up conversations with uh, some of these people. I know, uh, you know, tying it into COVID. So this was a very interesting situation. So I, um, I have a, a friend of mine who's um, his, uh, his cousin was a New York state trooper who had, contracted uh, coronavirus. He was a retired trooper, uh, but he was gravely ill, right? Gravely. I mean, he was on a ventilator. They were trying to get plasma for him, and it was like my friend was just begging to anybody, if you know anyone, can you reach out and and see, like, this guy needs plasma. We have people that want to give the plasma that are a good match, but we cannot get the hospital to do it. So I I read that, I'm like, who do I know? Who do I know? Who do I know? Oh, wow, okay. I know the communication director at uh, Chuck Schumer's office. I met them when wow. I went to and so I said, and you know, I emailed her and she emailed me back, you know, now, Hey, listen, was it my like email or my conversation or the, you know, the few other people that I called that got this guy, what he needed. I don't know, but he got what he needed and he fully recovered. That's awesome. Yeah.
2: That's yeah. powerful.
1: Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is somebody I met a year and a half ago. I just sent an email saying, Hey, do you remember we met? And it, let's face it, these people, they meet a lot of different people. But when you come in, you they say do. you're a private investigator, like, okay, that's different. <laughs> you know, like, I'm going to remember talking to this person.
2: Well, they are curious about our profession. Correct. And when you tell them about our profession and what we do, and you kind of fill in those holes a little bit, it makes them even more curious. And they do remember you.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's strange. I, I mean, listen, I guess... When they take that that uh, that gig, that's probably one of the things they look for, right? Somebody who who has those good communication skills, where they can remember, you know, who's right. who and, and do what's what. But uh, yeah, and it was you know, it wasn't just um, uh, Senator Schumer's office; like there were a bunch of people uh, from New York that I just man, I barnstormed. I went, <laughs> I was knocking yeah. on doors like a, no appointment, no problem. <laughs> I was in here? Let's see if we can get somebody to talk to. You. And uh, it was a very very cool experience, and I, I am very pro. I mean, people, if you've listened to my show, you know, I'm very pro NCIS. I think it's a necessity. You know, we need to have our voice and that's exactly what it is.
2: I can't tell you how much your support means. It really does. And, And even hearing you talk about this now gives me chills because it's somebody that understands the importance of what it is that we do. And you really seem to grasp what it is that we go there for and what it means.
1: Yeah, and it's not just for me, you know, whatever. I'm I'm, I'm I'll be okay. It's for the future, right? It's the the, yep. the people that are coming behind, you know. And and these these little fires, you know, they they crop up in different states. And you, you know, it's interesting. I went and, and presented to the New Jersey Association before the lockdown. Uh I got to talk about podcasting, great, right? So I'm I'm talking to all these people, <laughs> but I went earlier and and to their meeting, and I sat in as they're going through and having their board discussion and they're talking about all this DMV issues. There's a huge problem in New Jersey yes. with, with private investigators losing access to department motor vehicle records. Right. Yep. And it, just for the sole reason of like, it's, it's totally political, right? There's some back-end stuff going on. That's just nonsense. So I raised my hand. I'm like, why don't you just talk to your lobbyist? Cause you know, like I'm from New York and we have a lobbyist in New York and this is definitely something our lobbyists would be doing. And they're like, we don't have one. I'm like, Okay. You need to contact NCISS. Like, they can help you with this issue, you know? And it's just crazy because there are states out there that do not have representation, and that's a problem.
2: And some of them don't feel that they need to until they do, and then it's too late. One of the things that Francie told me very early on getting involved in the legislative process is not running in when your hair is on fire. It's creating those relationships beforehand so you can go in and have that discussion. And I have never forgotten that.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of That little piece of advice. Yeah.
2: yeah, Yeah, it's huge. But one of the things that we started with NCISS too, and I have to credit Wes for this, Wes Bearden. He's next incoming president. One of the things that I have to credit him for is starting the lab project, yep. which is the Legislative Advisory Board. And what we've done is we've pulled all of the association heads from around the country into a listserv and also into being able to have a Zoom discussion with them about what's going on in their respective state. Because when we all pull together and help each other out and give advice or send letters, it helps. Guess who I contacted when we started having these sunset issues with Colorado? I contacted the lab, right? Listserv, please right. send letters. And you know what? A majority of the people did.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's important to be able to lean on on each other, and that's that's right. the thing, right? Voices in 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 action. well more numbers you have behind it and the more credibility it has. And, you know, especially when you're, you preface it, uh, I'm in your jurisdiction, right? Um, You're one of the people that or or you, you represent, uh, you know, I'm one of the people in your district. Like, you know, that's a good way to get an appointment. (laughs) They're like, Oh, Okay. Uh, Yeah. Unfortunately, I've I've opened myself up to spamming from (laughs) from my congressman. I get lots of spam these days. Is you know, you're a constituent. What's your email address? Here you go. Oh no, you're gonna
2: get
1: that. (laughs) I'll take it. You know, I'll take it to 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 get the time. But yeah, that was one of the things that uh, it's relentless. By the way. (laughs) Oh, that's
2: funny. I would I would recommend to anybody that wants to have this experience join NCISS. Your membership dollars help us do that, but the biggest thing about it is you can meet investigators from around the country to help your investigations, to have that legislative representation and come out to a hit the hill event. We'll be having them again next year. Right. Um, we don't have any dates yet, but it's really powerful when we all get together, yeah. learn from one another and are able to do that.
1: And that's a good time. You know, these are the, the who's who in the industry you know, the folks that, that attend these events. They're people you want to meet, the people you want to network with. You know, I got to say that the listserv for NCISS, I think, is one of the best out there, uh, really. Just yeah. the 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 work that goes out, the questions that go out, the answers. I mean, anytime you see a question go out, you'll see another, like, response from the person who put the question out or was asking for some sort of help with the service or whatever. Like, give it about, I don't know, 20, yep. 30 minutes. You'll see an email going, that job's covered. Thanks, everybody. You know, thanks to all the people that responded. But uh, we've, we've gotten it taken care of. And that's really neat.
2: Where else can you do that and find a vetted investigator to help you across state lines, really?
1: And it, and that's the thing, vetted, right? So you have to prove that, you, <laughs> that you're a licensed investigator, that you actually have yeah. to be there. That's one of the requirements. And, and that's good. So, I mean, you'll you'll find some of that stuff on social media, like Facebook or, you know, the private groups. And, and you know, they, sure. they serve their purposes also. But, the, you know, the vetting on that is, is not to the same level that it is for WAD and CISS, NALI, like these are the associations, the folks that you want to be a part of, like you, you have Absolutely. to, you know, and it's a write-off. I mean, you're, you're joining a nonprofit association. Is that educated education related? I mean, this is like uh, it's a no brainer for me.
2: It, it really is. It's some, it's something that you need to have um, in your toolbox to be able to be a better investigator and to help your business, especially during these times.
1: Yeah, And the other thing is when you have to go up and testify in court, right? So, you know, lay me the foundation of your background, right? Yep. I'm a member of this association, that association. What is this NCISS, right? And then you get to talk about what it is and, and what it does and, and how it advocates. And it just adds credibility. Yes, I'm a member of this or I serve on the board for this. It doesn't hurt you. It, it only helps.
2: Absolutely. It gives credibility to what you do. We had to do that today with the governor's office. Had to lay that foundation of what we're a part of.
1: Right. And I'm sure, you know, it, it, it adds credibility to what you're saying. Maybe they pay yes. attention a little better. Yeah. I mean, listen, it it's, it's necessary and I think it's, it's really ultra necessary if you are from a state that doesn't actually have a lobbyist. So, you know, it, it, Francie always says this and it's, it's also important, right? You should have, first of all, join your state association. Second of all, join a national association, right? It should go hand in hand. It's almost like, you know, you need to do both. Um,
2: at the very least, at both the very of them. they yeah. do go hand in hand.
1: Yeah. And that's why the lab thing is really cool. And and being on the board in New York uh, for my New York State Association, I've actually attended those Zoom calls and been on there. And man, it's just really, really awesome to see how organized you, you guys are. You know, that west guy oh, he's thanks. he's okay you know he knows what he's doing <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, just a little bit right I,
1: I think we'll be okay with him yeah
2: yeah so. i'm really excited to have him have him move up i really am i think they're going to do great things and that's the thing with the board that is constantly changing too you don't have the same old same old you have people with new ideas coming in moving the association forward right. from the be- people that were there before
1: yeah, and and I love it that you guys have a strong presence in Pi Magazine too, right? You guys are always in there, and and you're getting the word out on on um, issues and things that are that are going on. I think that's really important.
2: Absolutely, and you know what? Those guys are so supportive. Jim and Nicole are just absolutely amazing. For anybody that doesn't get Pi Magazine, you need to get it. Yes. I've gotten it since day one of being yeah. in business. I think I have all of my all of my magazines going back to two thousand.
1: Wow. You got like a whole library going on. That's that's pretty cool. How's, know, your, how's really your husband do. feel about that?
2: <laughs> he reads them too. He's, you know, that's the nice thing about being married to another investigator. He's just as obsessive about the stuff as I am.
1: I, I got to tell you, I'm a little bit jealous, right? Because <laughs> sometimes I'll come home so excited, like talking about like my day and the case I'm working on, like tell my wife, and she's like, "Oh, that's great, honey. <laughs> Can you put the kids Why to bed? do you think
2: I married an investigator? There <laughs> yeah. was a purpose for this. <laughs> <There you go.
1: laughs> I mean, it, it, I mean, she does. I'm I'm joking. You know, she definitely does appreciate what I do. That's <laughs> cool. Look, but, I
2: saw on Facebook, you got, you got a chef's jacket. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, it was a nice, it was a nice gift. Yeah. She's very thoughtful. She knows, she knows uh, the love language, right? She knows my language. Right. Very, very, <laughs> very, very true. We're doing okay. My kids eat so good. They have no idea how good they eat.
2: <laughs> they will not know until they get to be adults. Mine didn't either
1: right 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 it is what it is but you know i'm thinking when we have that throw down though it's tacos al pastor or nothing i think that's that's what we have to do i'm throwing <laughs> down the challenge on that
2: <laughs> i remember my daughter crying when she was younger and i fed them sandwiches but i made them fancy and she's like can't we just have normal food
1: yeah it's <laughs> really really funny but now I get the opposite with my kids. Like, what about that good salmon? You know, that, that Faroe Island salmon, like, why are you buying this other one? <laughs> I'm like, really? Because I don't know, it's $23 a pound. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, you know, and that's the thing. Like they love that kind of stuff. Like when I buy it, I can't just buy one pound or two miles. I got to literally buy three or four pounds because it, it just rockets through my house, but uh, we've devolved into food. This is great. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, for us, it's a relaxation. It's a getaway from the, from the stresses of investigations and being on the boards of these associations. It's right. a getaway.
1: That's a really good point, right? So I think that's something that's also really important. You know, we are all investigators, but we're also business owners. And, you know, there's a yes. lot of stress that's involved with that. So having an outlet and doing different things is really important, too, right? Um, cooking it, is just it is. one of the things I do. Um and, and having that, that work life balance, I think, is really, really important. I think Paul touched on that a little bit last week, too. I mean, the, the folks that succeed in this industry understand that, right? It's not always yes. about 20 hours a day working. You, know, you, you got to make sure you're balancing it on, uh, on everything. And we just, you know, we choose to cook. So that's cool.
2: Especially right now, it's so stressful. Right. I'm hearing yeah. from investigators around the country that are really having a hard time. So there's got to be a release.
1: Oh, you're absolutely right. It's, uh, find, find, uh, what makes you happy and, uh, and do it. And, uh, yeah, the work will come back. So, yeah. I mean that's one of the things like during this time too, like I'd say, okay, so I'm going to do, I got like five hours today. I'm going to do work related stuff and then I'm going to do this around the house and I'm going to go take my kids outside and do this with them or do that. And just trying to, trying to balance all that stuff and keep it balanced. And I, that's been the one silver lining to all this nonsense is that, uh, I've been able to, um, slow down a little bit with, with, uh, you know, my, my work, uh, ethic because it was out of control for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and so. I think as
2: investigators, we have yeah. a habit of doing that. We are all in. Yeah. So this has made us kind of slow down a little bit. I'll tell yeah. you what, my office has never been so organized. Right. So, you know, this wow. is, you have to count the blessings with some of this as well.
1: I hope you're using those NCIS discounts, right? was it Office Depot. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Hey, those are great. They pay for the membership so, itself. So. Okay,
1: so let's talk about that a little bit because folks don't realize that. So what yeah. do you get when you join?
2: Oh my gosh. Besides the listserv, which is, like I said, national outreach uh, to investigators, um, which can help you on your cases or help your clients, you get to be a part of that. Right now, during especially the COVID Part, we had a lot of our members step up and give free um, training in different areas. The people that generally do things like uh, Cynthia Hetherington, she gave free training. Yeah, Dean that was Dears. amazing. Yep. Oh my gosh, yes. So you get all this all this free training being a member. You get the Office Depot discount. Um, you get discounts in other areas. And the Office Depot discount, honestly, for me, pays for my membership times five. Yeah,
1: and you guys have a you know, really uh, great referral program too, which, yes. you know, if you refer other investigators, and we all know other investigators, uh, you actually get money back on it, which is pretty cool. And that's another way to get your membership uh, taken care of.
2: You refer five, six people, it pretty much pays for your membership.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I referred a couple of people last year and they were like trying to give me a check. I'm like, can you just like, you know, roll it back in? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, you know, I feel just bad. Sign you, up. You know, <laughs> I have enough to get an ad or something, right? <laughs>
2: It really is a huge benefit yeah. though. in the legislative represent representation, you don't have to worry about it as an investigator. There's a board of people that are doing it for you. It's right. huge.
1: Right. And you know, one of the other things too, and I know this is something that Wes has been very passionate about is the, uh, the website, just keeping it up to date and making sure yeah. that it, you know, it functions like you guys are always talking about that and making sure and being aware that, um, you're keeping up with the times and, um, you know, using that technology and using um, things that are available to you to, to get the word out and to, uh, you know, make sure you're, you're uh, able to get information in people's hands, which is pretty cool.
2: Absolutely. I mean, as much as we could do to get the resources to people during the start of March when we had all this COVID start, um, the start of it, we really tried to get information out as soon as possible so people could get, could get help and knew what was available to them. So, you know, we're really working hard to at least get information into your hands.
1: Yeah. And that's never ending, by the way. The, the PPP uh, just changed on June oh, 5th, too. <laughs> so I know. if you think you knew and what I you can, were doing, <laughs> guess what, folks? <laughs> Time to look at well, it again. I can,
2: and I can guarantee you Wes will get out more information about that now as well. Well, there, so.
1: there are a lot of really good parameters that they added to it. Um, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, if you have taken a, a quote unquote loan that you're hoping to turn into a grant, like they're understand it take a webinar if there's one out there i know Paychex just had one um a free one uh and really understand like what uh what those the new uh, parameters they put into place because they're very favorable but you have to activate them and take advantage of them if you don't then you're gonna lose out on them that's huge yeah real good stuff so okay so let's spend like 10 minutes talking about like the favorite things that you like to cook I'm kidding. The favorite things I like. No, no, I'm like kidding. To we're come. not going to do that. <laughs> I could talk about that for an hour. <laughs> please. You're there are, there are people listening to this. We need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> guys. Too. I just go to Taco Bell. <laughs> get a frying pan, please. <laughs> no, seriously, um, Andrea. Thank you so much for, uh, for coming on board. I know we had talked about it for a while, and we were just looking for the right time to do it. Um, and and I thought this uh, this week was the right time to to get you on. And talk about NCISS because, you know, it, things are going to continue to change. You know, there's a they lot are. of lot of things going on in this country. And there's going to be a lot of new bills, especially with the, the policing bills that are coming out right now. Somebody oh, yes. could tack some pork on there that could affect us. So we really need to have lobbyists on there to make sure that uh, if something's tacked on there that shouldn't be there, that we have voices to make sure that uh, they understand what they're doing.
2: It's crucial to have that watchdog. Yeah. And the people to watch out for us for exactly that reason, Matt. I re- I'm really glad you brought that up. And I very much appreciate you having me.
1: Yeah, no, this is great. And this is, you know, we, we were talking about this for a while. So um, how do folks get a hold of you?
2: They can reach me at 720-933-9301 or at Andrea at API. 77 co.com and please if you have any questions about nciss don't hesitate to contact me i'd right. be happy to talk to you
1: yeah and we're going to have all that information in the show notes too but uh, yeah folks if you're not a member of nciss and you're not a member of your state association please then now is the time to go out there and support and uh, really look into it and you know understand this is the future for our industry right if you're just getting into yep. the industry, you need to be involved with this. If you've been in for a little while, well, what are you waiting for? <laughs> you know, we need absolutely. all all hands on deck. You want to be able to continue to operate and do the things you do. So maybe when it's time for you to think about selling your company or, or retiring, like you're getting the maximum value because you're still able to do the things that you're supposed to do as a private investigator. You know, we could lose those Quite rights frankly, if we don't have it. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Quite frankly, it's the best thing I ever did for my business. And as, you know, an investigator to grow.
1: Right right? It's good. And the networking is pretty good too. Folks that are part of this, these associations, they're, uh, they're pretty good. I mean, listen, my, uh, my guest list <laughs> is littered with <laughs> them, you know, people yeah. that are, that are members of the associations because I go to events and these are people I meet and these are my friends, right? So, um, it, it's a good way to just stay in the industry and, and understand what's going on at all places. So thank you once again for, uh, for joining us. Um, Thank you to your husband for making you available. We're recording this late at night here, so uh, I, I appreciate that. Well, it's late for my time, not your time, but uh, yeah, thank you <laughs> anyways for, uh, for doing that. So,
2: Well, thank you for having me.
1: Okay. All right. So we're going to wrap the show up. I appreciate everybody tuning in, and uh, we'll check you guys out next week on the next show. Have a good night, everyone.
0: Who doesn't want to see these two have a throwdown down cook-off at the next NCISS event? Rumor has it, George Gergis and Wes Bearden will be the judges. What was that? It's called the Medium Sketch. The Medium Sketch? Yeah, it wasn't rare and it certainly wasn't well done. <laughs> I hope they invite me. I could use a good meal. Seriously, though. We thank Andrea for joining us for this episode. Protecting the rights of private investigators to make a living is very important. Please check out nciss.org and consider joining. We also want to thank Crosstrax, DelvePoint, and Kelmar Global for sponsoring the show. Please folks, check out their sites and consider using their services. Make sure to use code PIP20 for savings. Next time, we stay in Colorado and welcome Rod Gagnon, From Recovery Analytics, LLC, to discuss financial asset recovery. Please be sure to give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and share the show with your friends. Get them up to speed. Have a great week. Stay safe. And thanks for tuning into PI Perspectives.